Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. evening. Y'all doing all right? Y'all learning some stuff? Can we turn? Can we uh, close this? Oh, it's okay. All right. Great. Great. What did we learn so far? Take action. All right. All right. So you learn to take action, right? Did you know that you were supposed to take action before you got here? Good. So what did we learn today? Say it again. You taught that today? Uh, <laughs> what did we learn today? We knew we had to develop a strategy. We knew we had to be persistent. I'm trying to find out what did you learn new today? No? We just here for the hours? Okay, good, good. Okay, another question. Another question. Uh, what are some things that you're struggling with in your business? Implementing what I learned. Implementing what you learned. Did we learn something today? So I'm going to urge everybody to take notes. If you hear something, take notes. If you hear something that, you, uh, that could really help you, take notes. I always have a notebook with me, always. Because I, I, I can't trust my memory. You should never trust your memory. But sometimes we come to these workshops and we hear some very valuable stuff, but we don't take notes and we're trying to trust our what? So I want to know, let's make a quick list. Let's make a quick list of all the things that you're struggling with in your business. I think that's very valuable because we had this stuff in our head that we're struggling with. But if we don't see it, we can't organize it. We just go through life with these things in our head. But if we can see it on paper, we get to face the music. Now, some people don't like to write down the negative. They only want to write down the positive affirmations, right? Well, sometimes we need to affirm the truth. These are my problems. And if we write down what our problems are, we can see them. And if we see them, we can what? We can fix them. But if they're just in our head, we won't notice them until we have the problem. And then we got to figure out what to do with the problem. Then we get past it. Then we don't think about it again until when? Until you have the problem again. So let's just make a short list. What are you dealing with? What are you struggling with? Time management. Outsourcing. So real quick, on time management, what can you do to improve your time management? Block time. Yeah, schedule. Schedule? Block it out. Good, good. Block it out, absolutely. Prioritize, make a to-do list. Did you write those three things down that they said? Sometimes it's just in, in, in identifying the problem. And what you don't know is Facebook has more answers than you realize. Ask someone, if you're saying, okay, where can I find buyers? Where can I find buyers? Type on Facebook, does anybody know anyone that wants to buy some real estate? <laughs> Facebook has more answers than you realize. If you're trying to come up with a company name, ask Facebook, you'll have a thousand comments. Why? Everybody loves to give advice. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, nobody really likes to use their own advice, but people love to give advice. Would you agree? What else are we struggling? What's on your list? What's on your list? Market saturation. Right. <laughs> right, right. So the postcards don't work. Well, I mean, that particular mailing, I just felt like you know, this, the same people get on the same list mm -hmm. over and over again. Do we ever think that maybe the same people are using the same verbiage? Mm -hmm. What is your, like, what stands out about your mailing? Share with me. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah, I can pull it up for you. Let's see it. Let's see it. I want to see what wows us. Because I said, what's different? She said, well, I came up with it my own from scratch. That's what's different. <laughs> well, I'm pretty well, sure. You were saying that people use the same verbiage, and I was responding absolutely. to that Yeah, absolutely. I was and saying it doesn't have the same verbiage. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and not to beat you up, but sometimes it's not the same words, but it's the same type of person reaching out to me. On the calls, it's the same type of person. Different person using different words, but I get the same feel. So maybe sometimes, anybody have a problem with cold calls? So I had a, um, I used to work at the Cheesecake Factory as a server, and uh, there was this guy named Mac. He was an amazing server. I felt like I was better. The only problem is, at the end of the night, he always sold more than me, and he always made more than me. We work in the same restaurant, same customers. I was thinking at one point, okay, he's in a better section than I am. He gets better tables. So I complained and complained and complained to the manager, said, why does Mac get the good section? I want the good section. So he said, okay, fine. Because the manager trusted Mac's ability, we switched sections one night. Guess what happened? He sold more and made more money than me. And I'm saying, okay, well, it must have been a bad night. <laughs> They let me have that section for a month, every single day, consistently. And I found other people complaining to the manager, like, why does Mac have the, 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 the good section, which was my old section? And other servers wanted my old section. But it had nothing to do with the section. It had everything to do with who? So I, I had to start to study communication. I had to study, like, study psychology. Did you know... When people receive mail or get phone calls, there's a psychological game that's being played right now. I have a really cool website. I have a really cool website. I wish you could pull up my website. It's really cool. But um, I sat down with a, a seasoned internet marketer who did, he does, uh, he's been doing internet marketing for 18 years. And he looked at my website, he said, it looks cute, but look at this, look at this. The fonts are different sizes. He said, the fonts have to be the same size throughout. He said there has to be a call to action at the top and the same exact call to action at the bottom. He said, we want, you to, we want to ask the person, hey, um, I want you to book David for a coaching session. But we, by the time he gets to the end of the website, they've forgotten. So we need to ask him again. He pointed, I promise you, he spent 20 minutes tearing up my website, even though that was an upgrade from my last website. But I just didn't know. So I had to find an expert. 
So before we even look at your flyer, have you taken it to an expert to say, listen, a, a marketing expert, because as soon as someone sees something, the game starts. It's either going to turn them on or turn them off. And if we don't know what it is, makes sense. So I have a t-shirt line and um, I only used to put out t-shirts that I like. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations or multiple systems on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. I would look at it and say, this is amazing. This t-shirt is amazing. This is going to sell out. And people just didn't like it. So I got smart and I started asking my friends before I started putting anything out. Like, I love this t-shirt. What do you think? And I'm trying to probe them to say they like it. They'll say, uh, it's all right. I'm like, well, would you wear it though? And they'll be like, yeah, I wear it. Cool, I'm putting it out. But then I stopped asking that question. I started just getting a raw answer from them. And uh, I said, well, what about this t-shirt design? What do you think about this one? And they say, well, you know, it's cool. I like it. I'm saying, well, would you spend money on it? And they say, yeah. I put it out, it still didn't sell. But then I realized I kept asking my friends and family what they think. And uh, they have like an affection for me, the person. So what I started to do is I take the design on my phone and I go to the mall and ask total strangers, hey, what do you think about this t-shirt design? And I started getting people saying, oh, it's nice. Good luck with your brand. And I didn't like the whole good luck with your brand thing because I think you're trying to encourage me. So I got hip after that and I said, you know what? I'm gonna go to the mall and ask total strangers what they think about the design, but I'm gonna act like I'm not sure if I like it. So I started going to the mall and said, hey, what do you think about this design? This designer sent me this design. I don't know. I don't know if I should go with it. And some people are like, no, it's terrible. Then I, and I got a whole bunch of people saying that. I said, okay, this isn't a good one. And I kept going, I, I changed the design and I go ask people, hey, I don't think I like this design, but I'm starting this clothing brand. What do you think? Do you think this is a good one? I don't really like it. And there was some people said, no, that's amazing. I love that. Listen, if you don't like it, make it for me. I said, oh, I got one. And I started selling. I started asking my audience what they wanted. What else is on your list? What else is on your list? Information overload. Information overload. Explain that. Explain that. In this business, man, you got somebody over here doing it this way, somebody doing it that way, she's doing it that way. So you like, it all sounds good when it hits you, yeah. but then you're like, damn, which one do I do? Right, right. And which one should I try to implement? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, do me a favor and take this note. Try a strategy and go with it. Master a particular strategy. I haven't read a whole book in about three years. I'll read about the first three or four chapters and I'm gonna to try to implement those first three or four chapters. And sometimes I'll read the first three or four chapters over and over and over and over and over again because I wanna get those three or four because I get information what? Overload, I read the whole book and I forget what I read in the first two or three chapters anyway. And then I move on to another book and I read that whole book and I forget all about the first book. Information overload. It happens to us all. But I'm asking you to work with a strategy. If a strategy worked for somebody, that means it worked for them. But it probably didn't work for them in a short amount of time that you try it. So you see somebody, it works, it works, right? And you try it for three weeks and it doesn't work for you. But that person's been perfecting that strategy for three years. But we quit after three weeks because it doesn't what? We haven't mastered it. It's the little things. You're saying it wrong. You're pitching it wrong. What else are we working on? Consistency. Consistency. 
What's the problem? Why does that happen? Get all you can, can while you get. I'll get back to it. <laughs> get all you can, can while you. That was where you learn that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that's some old advice. That's some, that came with that in the 30s. All right. Gotcha. So write down a couple of things you need to be consistent with. What do you think? Time blocking, getting your labor. So that's what you need to be consistent yeah. with, right? Because it works. When, it's, when I do it, it works. Right. And when do you stop doing it? Uh, when, I, when I get real busy, when the phone, you know, I got two or three calls. Right. I got your letters. I'm a yeah. awesome. How long does it take to time block and get your letters out? Per week or per day or what? Uh, per day, when I do it per day. Three hours. And you do this full time? Uh, no, 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 no. This is in between. Gotcha. Yeah. Write this down. Find an accountability partner and bet some money. <laughs> so one of my, one of my clients, um, he wound up losing 50 pounds in about three and a half months. 50 pounds in three and a half months. But he was, he was stuck. He was having a problem, and he was frustrated, and he just couldn't get over the hump. So I bet him 500 that he wouldn't lose it. He said, I'm going to lose this, this weight in three and a half months. I said, are you sure? He said, I'm sure. I said, are you positive? He said, I'm positive. I just came back from this motivational speech. I'm excited. I'm ready. I said, great. Do me a favor. Post it on your Facebook. Tell everybody else you're going to lose that weight. He said, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it. And he posted it. I said, great. Are you sure? He said, sure. 100%? 100%. I said, great. Let's bet. I got $500 that says you don't, you don't lose this weight. I take $500. We give it to my friend. You take $500. You give it to my friend. She's holding $1,000. Winner takes all. Every single day, he was thinking about that $500. So... So he, he didn't want to, yeah, absolutely. He didn't want to lose the money and he wanted to take my money, right? So he had, he had more motivation to do it. The question for you all, the goal that you're trying to accomplish, what happens if you don't reach it? Nothing, right? You just set another goal? You need some consequences. You need consequences. There are no consequences. People say, this is my year, it's going to be my year, I'm going to do this by February, you quit, because there ain't no consequences. So find somebody to bet with, and that's for everybody here. Reach a goal. Sometimes you need, to, you need to partner with somebody and say, okay, how many flips are we going to do this month? I'm going to do two. You say you're going to do two, let's bet. If I do my two and you don't do your two, you owe me money. If I don't do my two and you do your two, I owe you money. If neither one of us do it, we get the money to a charity. Bet, how sure are you? He lost the money. I mean, he, he lost the weight, and I lost my money. I didn't, I didn't want to lose the money. 
But here's the cool part. Here's the cool part. I have a coaching program, and the coaching program is $125 a month. And uh, based on that story, I go around the country and I tell the story. I've probably gotten an additional 20 clients from the story. I lost 500 to gain a story to give to other clients to show you my coaching works. Say it again. If they bet me, absolutely. So I had another guy. He got inspired. He bet me 300, lost his money. But his goal was to lose 30 pounds, and he lost 15. So who really lost? The motivation, the motivation, he lost 15 pounds when he probably wouldn't have lost that. So he paid $300 to lose 15 pounds. I think it's a win-win.